My name is Jamie Piles. I joined Samaritan in December of 1996. We were homeschooling our kids and we were already thinking outside the world's box, if you will. And I saw a little tiny classified ad about this new kind of idea I'd never heard of before. My first reaction was, that's the kind of thing that we would do, isn't it? And so I finally called the number, talked to them, and the more I asked them questions, the more I liked their answers. Hey y'all, welcome to Cross Baltic. It is Monday, right Toby? That's what you say. Pastors for Trump. What? Is that is that real? <laughs> well, welcome to Cross Baltic on the Fight Left Feast Network. Pastor Toby Chuck Knox on the Water Boy. It's good to be back in the studio. Yes, it after is. After Toby was uh, in Ogden with oh, our with our boys in Ogden, at the and, Refuge Church, and then a little family vacay. Yeah, um, check there. out the Arches National Park and wow. Canyonlands. Wow. Okay, southern Southern Utah. God made like a bunch of arches. Huh. He was just like, watch this, guys. Wow. And he just made these gigantic rocks of arches that you can climb on all over southern Utah. Wow. And then just like when you thought there was all the arches, he was like, no, I made 10 more. And like a bunch of McDonald's everywhere for kids' playpens. But, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. and then canyons oh. everywhere, like like thousands of feet. You can just walk up to the edge and look over. Yes, yeah, not McDonald's. See, see your your life <laughs> flash before your eyes. Um, <laughs> it, it was it was fantastic. Cool. Uh, we had a great time. Thanks for um, not being too mad at me for being gone well, no, for no. quite quite so long. I just stopped talking to Knox. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, if to, I'm done with Toby, now I'm done with Knox. Mm. Hey, uh, don't forget that this year's Fight Laugh Feast conference is at the Ark Encounter in Kentucky. On the Man. politics of six-day creation. That's right. The politics of six-day creation is the difference between a fixed standard of justice and a careening standard of justice, what we live in right now. The difference between corrosive relativism that creates mobs and anarchy and the freedom of objectivity, truth, and due process. The politics of six-day creation establishes the authority and sufficiency of God's word, even Genesis 1 and 2, mm. for all of life. Uh, from what is a man or what is a woman? When does human life begin? How is human society best organized? It all starts in Genesis 1 and 2. Come here, Ken Ham, Pastor Doug Wilson, Dr. Ben Merkel, Dr. Gordon Wilson from mm. Riot in the Dance. Mm. Uh, Joe Rigney will be there. Um, we're going to be doing a live show, of course, on Saturday. Mark your calendars for October 11th. Through the 14th. That's a lot, October 11th through the 14th as we fight, laugh, and feast with beer and psalms that first night, our amazing lineup of speakers, our rowdy Christian merch, and a Sabbath feast to wrap up the occasion. Maybe, maybe. No. No, we're not doing an infant baptism while we're at okay. it. I don't know. Just take that part out. I like hearing it though. But but you know, but if you if you contact me and we we find some uh, a Presbyterian church nearby and we get all the elders. Well, approval, I mean, the arts then, gonna be there, so that, that, that is a Presbyterian and church right and there. And your your Baptist pastor allows you. Yeah. <laughs> Go to fightlabfeast.com right now and sign up with hundreds of other people that have already done so. Uh, we're excited. Most registrations to this point. Pretty excited. About uh, it. Hey, we're grateful to have Pastor. Craig with us on the show. He's associate pastor of Rima Bible Church in Oklahoma. Is, is, anything- is that Rama or Rima? Yes. It's Rama. I thought so. Yeah, see, I'm a charismatic. It's that Rama word. You know yeah. about that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sorry. Pre- us us <laughs> oh, Presbyterians, yeah, yeah. we're just- Rima. Very, I was like, who's a Rima? Very wow. phonetic. 
He's also CEO of Kenneth Hagen. I don't know. Hagen? Now I'm, now I'm hey, conscious. Now you're messed up. Hagen is right. You got up. that part right. And an instructor at Rama Bible Training College. <laughs> He's authored several books, hosts a podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us, Pastor Craig on Cross Politic. Oh, it's so good to join with you. Um, hopefully you're having a great day here on Monday. 19th. <laughs> That's right. It's Juneteenth, everybody. Juneteenth. Juneteenth. Oh. Yeah, I happy Juneteenth. Was... How did that holiday start in the first place? Okay, so well, let's talk about it then. Let's get there. So Juneteenth is a lovely yeah. holiday that we did not forget. I don't think that the federal government gets to define it as this, a this national what, holiday. Daryl Harrelson. Yeah, like, Darryl, he, he lit it up. Yeah, He's I, like, no. Yes, He's like, use an idiot for celebrating this day. Yeah, That's not what the people who were free thought. It was, it was, it was, wasn't it the folk, folks in Texas? That's right. They, they were the in word. Texas. They, they, the soldiers have come through and they got the word and they were told that they were free. And they broke out in song and dance immediately. And one of the first things they did was took off their slave clothes yeah. and put on free clothes and begin to praise God that they had been freed from slavery. Yeah. And so it was. It's a great holiday, especially for those people who are just now getting the word that they have been freed. Yeah. And so we're I just like, still getting. In, we're just now getting I, in Idaho. I, <laughs> COVID. Yeah. I would like to think of it like this. I think the reality of the the the, the um, Declaration of Independence became a reality for those people at that point. Declaration of Independence or Emancipation Proclamation? Uh, well, the Emancipation Proclamation came after. You, you don't get though either oh, of those right. without the Declaration. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because of freedom, right? So you get that freedom and then it comes and follows that. So I think that we should, we shouldn't, the federal government is trying to own define and own and define all the, through yeah, the yeah, calendar. And they're, but, to, yeah. they're, well, they're and, kind of weaponizing and, it. And everybody's taking that play yeah. and yeah. running with it. I don't think we should let them have it. All anyway. right, Pastor Craig, now that you know all about Juneteenth. <laughs> he already knew. <laughs> more than you want, maybe uh, even more than you want. Actually, know. my, my family's from Texas. And so um, they had Texas history and they studied about Juneteenth. So my parents knew about it a long time ago. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, so, go ahead. So, thank you. Thank so you, Craig. I'm a, I, I'm a pastor. I yeah. have not decided whether I'm going to vote for Trump uh, or, or not yet. Or not. What's your best elevator, elevator pitch for me? We're going to judge you on this. Why, why, okay. should, why should I vote for Trump? Especially since, um, I mean, he's really, really friendly with a bunch of LGBT people. Um, he thinks that six-week bans on abortion are too extreme, and he still hasn't told me that he's sorry uh, for um, the, vac- the vaccine. Oh, he's um, already had a young now. Why in the world would I trust this guy? Yeah, that, that's a good point. Um, FYI, for you that don't know, I'm co-founder of Pastors for Trump, and you can find us at pastorsfortrump.com. Um, and um, i my own mom is voting for DeSantis, by the way. So, so obviously, you know, we we're divided. Well, we house. talked about <laughs> divided house. Um, well, that's that's who she says she's going to vote for. I don't know. Um, my, my deal comes down to, um, you know, there are some questions about President Trump. The vaccine is is a huge deal. Um, you know, there are some some other questions as well. I just think right now President Trump is our best choice. Um, it took him a long time. To find out that the swamp creatures are actually Republicans as well. Ooh. And so I, you know, the, the thing about it is I know that, you know, and I, I'm, I'm not anti DeSantis, by the way, you know, and if DeSantis wins, that's fine. Or whoever else wins. I'm I'm all for the Republic. I'm a huge I'm very involved in the Republican Party here in Oklahoma. So, you know, I'm about Republican Party. But I do believe 
Uh, President Trump, during the first four years, learned a lot about the swamp and about how Washington works that I think that any president who gets elected, it's going to take them a couple of years to find out who's for you, who's against you. In fact, Don Jr. actually, uh, I had a conversation with him a couple of months ago. First time I've ever met the guy. Within 10 minutes, he says, my dad still has some bad people that try to surround him right now. And so, you know, it, it's they're out there. Um, it's just it's just crazy. And I believe with President Trump, he only has four years left. Now, if DeSantis whoever gets elected, they have they have to win an election in four years as well. That is, if all our votes count, we all I'm not going to fight about that. Um, <laughs> but President Trump, you know, with these last four years, you know, he can do what, whatever he needs to do because he doesn't have to get reelected. So so I believe that he can go full throttle. I, I know that he's pretty upset with um with all the intelligence agencies and all the things going on, um, you know, he, he's he's a lot smarter this time than he was four years ago. Now, um, DeSantis has done a great job of running Florida. I'm not I'm not going to lie right there. I believe he can do a great job of running the United States of America. President Trump has proven he's um can do a great job. I don't know about you, but I like paying um, my dog. My, my dog. My wife runs a dog rescue. I buy 40 pound bags of dog food. It used to be $30 um, when President Trump was in office. It's now $60 for the same bag. You know, and I know inflation is only 10% higher, but I'm paying 50% higher, 100% higher. And um, I believe we can get that back again. I do know, according to our senator, um, Mark Wayne Mullen, one of my good friends, that I asked him, I said, what about, how come we're having all those gas things? He says, the pipelines that we actually have you know, Oklahoma pumps a lot of gas. The pipelines we actually have are only turned up 25 percent, where Trump had them at 100 percent. And so they're trying to create all this stuff, you know, and, and I'm sure DeSantis will will get rid of that. Well, if he gets elected. But uh, I'm a Trump guy. I actually I do have some influence. Um, General Flynn is a great friend. Um, Roger Stone's a great friend. Uh, they both have a lot of influence with President Trump. We have yet to meet President Trump. I've talked to him once on the phone. Um, you know, but he's very aware of our Pastors for Trump um, movement. He's very excited about it. And, you know, but our big deal is if Trump does not win or even after Trump, we want to keep this coalition together. We want, you know, kind of like the Christian coalition they had a number of years ago. Yeah. And so we, we just figured we put Trump's name on it now. You know, it could be DeSantis. It could be whatever GOP. We're, we're trying to actually not be GOP. We're trying to just be, you know, conservative Christians. But I'm with you. The, the, probably the biggest thing that people are upset about is the vaccine situation. And um, and I know he hasn't apologized for that. I don't believe he will apologize. President Trump doesn't apologize for a lot of stuff. Um, but so let me ask the question. If not Trump, then who and why? Um, I guess that's my question. Well, I, I, I mean, I think maybe you kind of got to the heart of a little bit of my frustration right now. I mean, like I said, off, off, off air, I, I didn't vote for Trump in 2016. I voted for him in 2020. And now, um, I'm heavily leaning against voting for Trump. Um, now, but I think part of the problem is, is like evangelicals give him a pass on so many things. I mean, you don't say that to your church. It, what you just said about Trump. Well, he's probably not going to apologize yeah. for it. And then you move on. Like, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't come out to my church and say, Hey guys, I don't think you're going to apologize for your sin. No big deal. Let's move on. <laughs> right? I mean, why, why are we giving Trump a pass on this thing? It's like, you're a pastor. It's like, no, people, you need to repent of your sins. And there's no pass there. It's like, you don't get to pass go until you confess your sins. So, but I, I don't know. I'm just curious. I don't know what 
Um, DeSantis's take on the vaccine was, I don't know if he's taken it. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what he, I, I do know Governor Sid, who's one of my friends, he took the vaccine and he's trying to be vice president un, under DeSantis. And so, um, you know, I, I, I don't know what, what to think. Now, I don't know about the whole abortion thing. I, I, I didn't know that about what he's, um, you know, I thought he was totally against abortion because he, um, I didn't know that he was like no, four or he six just, weeks. He just came out like, that was a month ago or something. He was actually kind of, um, he responded against DeSantis' six-week abortion policy, and he said, I think that's too strict, is what he said. Um, and so that, oh, was really? kind of, that was kind of a new revelation for me, too, with Trump. But I think, again, here's part of the problem with, I think, the conservative movement. And I don't care if this is Trump, DeSantis, Mitt Romney, or any of these guys, is that they think sometimes that they need to focus really hard on creating a big tent following. And so they they soften some of their principles. And I think that's what Trump is doing, both with abortion and the and the um, uh, vaccinate vaccine. Um, the we asked, um, I forget the guy's name, the professor Schweikart, uh, Larry Larry Schweikart. Um, we asked him this question, and he said, "Well, 85 percent of the people nationwide got the vaccine." So Trump's, and he said, 50 percent got the got the second follow up," and he said, "Most of the countries for the vaccine," and that's why Trump is continuing to double down on it. So what what's Trump's trying to build a coalition of a big tent and I'm not like we need a big tent to win, but how you build it matters to me. And, and yeah. he's, he's building it by softening his principles on abortion and the vaccine. Um, actually, I don't even know if he even had any principles on the vaccine or abortion, but he, at least before he was for <laughs> ending abortion, which is why he elected these judges right. to the Supreme court. Yeah. So and that, that, that goes back to, I'm having a hard time getting handles. Trump is starting to feel slippery to me again. In 2016, that's why I didn't vote for him, because he felt slippery to me. And then in 2020, I kind of knew where he stood. I knew where his faults were. I knew where his weaknesses were. And I knew um, where he hit some victories for us. And and so he wasn't so slippery. But now I'm starting to feel slippery again with Trump. And, I mean, I want to I vote for people I trust. Yeah. And, and, and I get it. Now, also, too, is it's also a numbers situation as, as well. I, I think the Santos is the only other – viable candidate at this time i'm not sure if you guys agree but uh, yeah, um i agree i mean it's pr- pr- pretty much there's no other viable candidate and like i said i'm not anti-desantis i do know some people who, who are um i, I have no yeah. trouble voting for him um i i really don't know where he stands on a lot of issues because a lot of things that i thought i knew that i've heard supposedly in, in florida he you know he um ended up closing down some schools and all kinds of stuff i mean stuff that we didn't hear about, I don't know. Um, you know, the thing is, I don't know that there's a perfect president. I mean, that's, I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not voting for the past. I'm voting for a president and I'm, I'm not sure that's a, a perfect one. Um, you know, I, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not out here to, to say that, that Donald Trump is God's gift to man as, as well. I mean, yeah. I just believe he's, he's the best choice that we have among the people who have, have that have a chance. I, I'm pretty much, we only, you know, I do like Tim Scott. I don't think Tim Scott's going to um, get the nomination. So, I mean, we're, we're Trump and DeSantis. Um, now, the other side about it is who knows what's going to happen with, with every time something, you know, something comes out about the Bidens, we're going to find an, another indictment. So Trump might not be able to to run anyway with all the indictments. So you, you never know. <laughs> That's what's really interesting. I think watching the situation is I'm not I'm not a Trump guy, but I am watching how they're coming after him. 
And the way that they come after him makes me feel like he's a threat. You don't come after somebody like this unless right. he's still a threat yep. and you want to take him out. And yep. it makes me say, okay, the game is a little different now. Right. Yeah. But yeah. the things that, so I can see that. And it's, it's like, okay, I haven't seen them mount an attack against DeSantis in that way. I'm sure Trump is going to do a good enough job of that himself. <laughs> <laughs> so they might not have to, but you know, watching him at, in Mar-a-Lago, along with um, what's her name who ran for governor of Arizona? Um, uh, Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake. Sure. Thank you. Watching them cozy up to the homosexual community um, and the LGBTQ community makes me wonder, do you think that he is going to Donald Trump as president would listen to you any different than he would listen to them? And what happens when you come into conflict with their worldview which one is going to win at the end of the day? Yeah, I mean, you know, I I, I don't know Donald personally, so I, I really don't, don't know what kind of influence I will have. I, I do believe that we will um, have some influence. But like you said, it's a good point. I, I don't know. I, I, I believe I have more. Um, Eric, I, I have a lot of influence with Eric, but it doesn't seem that Eric has a lot of influence with his dad sometimes when it comes to this. <laughs> political thing. Um, The reason I'm asking is because everything that you named the first time around when pastor asked you, give me your elevator pitch. um, It seemed like all of it was economic, but (laughs) if we're going to have economic blessing from the Lord, we're going to have to have social normacy. (laughs) We can't, those two aren't at odds with each other. Social faithfulness. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I mean. No, yeah. You know, it's going to have to be that, this is America is the kind of place where we obey God and man and woman are distinguishable and men should be with women and women should be with men and not men with men and women with women. Right. Dot the end. And that, believe it or not, that actually it provides blessing from the Lord to your economy um, and, yeah. and common ways and spiritual ways as well. Yeah. I mean, you know, I always say there's only two genders that's not in question you know we all know that god created adam and eve but not adam and steve my dad tells us say that all the time um you know and i haven't really heard i i, I missed the press conference where i guess he talked about the lgbty whatever i because so many there's so many letters now i don't even have them all um, <laughs> they took the flag and now they're trying to take the alphabet i did i did tweet out yeah. this this last sunday uh, happy father's day caitlin jenner <laughs> and it it got it got some funny things. <laughs> but I mean those those are so those are those are things that you know I know we're not trying to elect a pastor but there's still a standard on yeah. what even a, a leader needs to be. Right? And so I, as and when you're trying to pitch for pastors for Trump, <laughs> you got to you're going to have to have some sort of objective thing for them to buy I, into, right? I mean I I do believe that President Trump believes about a man and woman. I don't know what he's he said um, publicly, if he's if he's come out for the LGB, and, and I get it. You know, all these people are politicians, and I realize that they're trying to soft sell all this stuff. I'm assuming DeSantis is trying to do the same thing, where they're trying to get as many votes as possible. I mean, I know Sean Hannity's been been promoting. <laughs> it's it's going to be hard for a Republican to win anyway. Just just we don't have a lot of Republicans in some states left, um, and so it's. You know, I, I know they're going to try a soft sell, and I get it. It's that's the bad thing about politics. There are very few people that will just stand up and do the right thing. Here and even in Oklahoma, um, you know, we we are the reddest state in the in the union. Um, really, we still have people that that 
people, if you if you stand up completely, you don't get you get voted out. I mean, one of one of my good friends just got voted out of um, state senate, and he he has the most godly, you know. If, and man, they came after him because he, you know, it's it's just crazy. Even in Oklahoma, I mean, you know, the the, the I, I know you're trying to promote the, the middle, um, Pastor Craig. What um just um. I hear you, and I and I know it's this is it's a it's a challenging moment to live and yeah. to know um, you know h- how to um, y- you know how to make decisions along these lines. Um, at the same time, um, at what point do you vote your conscience um, for somebody who you know doesn't have any chance to win? Um, you know, at what point? I mean, I I, I understand that there's an argument that it, you know we, I don't want to be a um, I don't want to be a romantic. I don't want to be an idealist. I don't want to be a perfectionist and say that, you know, you have to have the perfect candidate and then you'll vote for him. No, we're, we're nobody's going to, we're not going to vote for any perfect candidates. I get that. Um, but I also want to avoid um, it being this sort of the slippery slope of just, well, it's not a Democrat. It's not a Democrat. It's not a Democrat. Yeah. It was like, well, but there are some really, as you noted earlier, I mean, President Trump apparently learned the hard way that um, a bunch of the swamp <laughs> is got a bunch of, they've got R's, they've got R's after their names. Right. And, a, no, yeah. and no doubt a bunch of well-meaning Christians voted those rhinos in um, because they weren't, they didn't have a D after their name. Um, but they should have. Yeah. They should have never been voted in because there ought to have been Christians who have said, you know what, this is over the line. You know, like, yeah, it's they're not a Democrat and, and they, they have certain you know Republican talking points, but everybody can see right through them. Um, they they are they're sharks. They're they're not they're not um, they're not conservative by any stretch of that word. Um, and I'm going to vote for someone else who probably doesn't have a chance to get elected, but I'm going to do it before God and just say, God, you know that um, I, I, um, that we need um, God fearing men leading our nation. Um, I mean, at, at what point does, you know, uh, you know, I know it's called pastors for Trump right now, but you said, you know, your, your goal yeah. is to be, you know, evangelical pastors as, as a coalition. Yeah. At what point does, yeah. does the pastors, you know, for, you know, pastors coalition um, say, you know what, if, if God wanted us to vote for one of these candidates, he would have given us a good one. <laughs> And I get it. But the, my other side about it is, you know, that's why I think that we really need that. One of my things I'm trying to find is more men and women that are godly and are good candidates that will step up and run, um, not just for national politics, but local. I mean, um, the school board, I mean, you know, mm. here in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma was left i mean like big time now it you know it's it's a nonpartisan seat so there is no d or no r and so now it took people to come in and we're like 50 50 right now same with the city council even though we're red thing we we were um we lean we lean democrat now we're about 50 50 and i do believe we need more men and women to step up and run for office because that is our problem we have no good choices and um, sometimes our choices are between two average ones. I mean, you know, maybe they're not terrible, but you know, average. And I, I think that's one thing that that I, I'm trying to do. Um, I actually run a super PAC as well called Preserve Our Rights, Preserve um, USA um, dot org. Um, and I actually helped in a couple of Senate race, a Senate race in Arkansas, and a House race in Arkansas. And I was up against that same thing against the Rhino. Um, 
you know, folks that end up winning. I, you know, but they were incumbents and it was really hard because President Trump, he actually in, endorsed the um, Republican um, House seat. Yeah. And I mean, you know, this guy's a total rhino. And I think he even actually voted to impeach him, but he still he still endorsed him early <laughs> on. And so, um, you know, well, and I, you know um, <laughs> Colonel Conrad Reynolds. Um, had no shot. I mean, you know, wow. beating the guy. You wow. are you are not making your case for passes for Trump <laughs> right now. I'm just telling you right now, bro. <laughs> you are not. But I, I, I get it. I mean, you know, I'm not yeah. here to tell you who to vote for. I mean, you know, I, I do think that we as Christians need to need to get involved in politics. I think that that's, that's the right. biggest the the biggest issue is that there are a lot. We've taken God out of politics because politics are dirty. Politics. Or whatever, you know, just like we took prayer to school, and I think that's why we're left with what we have. And, yeah. and like I said, I, I'm not here. Like I said, I might be far past. I'm not here just to push President Trump or anything. I, we need some God fearing men and women in political office, mm. and that that's I think that's where it's all about. Because you know what we need. The problem is, like I said, there's so many times that you don't have the, the you don't have a good choice, um, yeah. and we're, we're we're going to the poll like. I don't really want to elect either either person. <laughs> um, I'll just be I'll be honest. In 2016, um, if there was somebody else running <laughs> besides Hillary Clinton, my wife definitely would have voted voted for him. <laughs> I mean, she she could not stand you know anything all the negative stuff about Trump and you know yeah. and I I was more I have a green county okay so I'm more the economics you know kind of guy. I, I voted for him, oh, number one. She ran against Hillary, but number, number um, you know, I, I, I thought this is what I thought. This is the guy that wrote the art of the deal. I figured that he was going to go and we're going to be able to make laws. We're going to, you know, Democrats, Republicans, we're going to be able to come together and, you know, and, and that doesn't happen anymore. So we found out, you know, it doesn't matter who's in the White right. House. Right. It's not. I mean, the, the Democrats stick together. We don't stick together for whatever reason as Republicans. And I don't know how. Why? I mean, I don't know why we can't stick together. Um, and why? Well, I, I guess because of the whole so, rhino thing. Hold on one second. So, uh, got, Toby has an ad to read. Okay. Then, uh, oh, uh, I got uh, uh, I forgot about this. Thank you for reminding <laughs> yeah, well, me. It's, you know, I got it's, it's been a couple of weeks. How are you paying for your health care? And how is it working out for you? If it's working perfectly, then great. But if not, listen closely. Because I have a solution for you, a biblical solution. Samaritan Ministries is a community of Christians who pay one another's medical bills. That, that's actually, that's that's what it does. That's what they do. License <laughs> five, Here, six. Here's how it works. When a medical need arises, you choose the provider that's right for you and have a say in the treatment you receive, even if it's a non-conventional approach. Your medical bills are then shared with fellow members in Samaritan Ministries. Your need is even covered in prayer by these fellow members. It's affordable. You can join anytime, even today. So I'd encourage you to learn more today at SamaritanMinistries.org. That's SamaritanMinistries.org slash CrossPolitik. Let them know we sent you. Gabe, so, you got the last question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pastor Craig, um, uh, you mentioned that you were um, born and raised in Texas. <laughs> I was born in Texas. Yeah. My, my, my parents were born and raised in Texas. I moved here in Oklahoma when I was four. So, so, but I was born in Texas. So I was born in Denison, which is the first line of defense for those Okies okay. crossing that I border, know. right? <laughs> yep. We yeah. were we were border patrol before there was border patrol. <laughs> Y'all need some border patrol now. <laughs> really, really? That's that's a, that's a we were border patrol before there was border patrol. Is there a point is there, here? Is there a question? Is there a question? I, I, I say, man, I, I thought there was something wrong with Pastor Craig. That was it. <laughs> 
That was it. <laughs> he's, he's in Oklahoma now. He went over to the Okies? Yeah, he went okay. over. Okay, Pastor Craig, here's, a que- here's my last question for you then, since Gabe just wanted to okay. talk about Texas. Um, let's just assume Trump doesn't get in. As a pastor, okay. where do you think that— He does or does not? Does not. Let's just say he doesn't get in. Okay, so we have another four years we of We have Biden? another four years of— of, of, of Biden, Fetterman. Together, Hillary, they're running together. Kind of Hillary. <laughs> oh, you're, you're, oh, I curse that right now. Um, what what do pastors need to be doing in the meantime? Uh, if if in those four years, in those four years, yeah. with uh, the kind of leadership that we would have that wouldn't be Republican, where do pastors need to be spending their yeah. time at? Well, you know, you know, the thing about it is. Um, we need to pray and wait for our government. You know, we, we should pray for godly influence um, for, I don't, you know, it's hard for me to think that Biden's actually running our country, but whoever's running our right, country, right, right. we need to pray that God will somehow an influence, you know, in this situation. But also I look at the point, the Bible says that my God shall meet all my needs, you know, according to the risen glory by Christ Jesus. And so I always say when my needs go up, you know, you know, my God still able to supply. So, you know, I had someone the other day said, well, I'm going to start eat, being a vegetarian. I'm like, why? Because we won't ha- be able to have meat pretty soon. I'm like, oh, you know, I, I serve the same God, the Old Testament. I mean, you know, I serve the God that invented DoorDash, you know, back back a long time ago. <laughs> you and, you know, Do- <laughs> yeah, I mean, DoorDash didn't just bring bread. There were quail there. You know, he, he gave us meat and, and, and things. So, you know, mm, you know, I believe. I believe that we serve a God that's able. You know, there are many times I actually I was thinking about this. How long were were a lot lot worse than four years or eight years with a bad president? You know, and the deal is we don't put our trust in the president, no matter who who they are. We put our trust in God. That's right. And I think that's what we have to, you know, and that's the thing. A lot of people are trying to put their trust in President Trump. My trust is not in President Trump, you know, um, my trust is not in President DeSantis or any other president. And it's sure not President Biden. I will say that <laughs> right now. You know, and I, I do believe that, you know, like I said, I don't think he's running this country. So we need to pray that whoever's running this country, you know, r- realize that Pharaoh, you know, he finally let the Israelites go. It took it took a while to, you know, God finally intervened. Now, I know I know they chase after him, things like that. But still, you know, I've seen God touch some people's hearts that you thought he could never touch. Um, you know, some pretty hard individuals that, um, you know, just eventually broke. And and I believe it can happen. I mean, I, I personally don't understand myself because I'm an America first kind of guy. You know, but, you know I know that that's a Trump buzzword, but but I think that we should always put our country first, you know, over any other country there. And I can't I don't if you're Democrat, Republican, independent, what you are, I, I, I can't see why somebody else would put America in, in it, and it, that bothers me. Um, no matter what political branch you come from. Mm. Presidents for the number four, Trump.com. Yeah. Presidents number pa- four. Pastors? Uh, pastors. Pastors. I said presidents. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pastors for Trump. Me. Shame on you. <laughs> I said yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> pastors for Trump.com. All right. Thank yeah. you very much, man, for coming on the show. Appreciate you very much, yeah, Craig. Appreciate you, Pastor Craig. Thank you. All right, maybe next time we can talk about my postcard from Satan. Oh, <laughs> no, I don't want to talk about that. Anyway, if you're single, get married. If you're married, have you some kids. If you have kids, go baptize them. Until tomorrow, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politic.
The Word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and marrow. Through the Spirit, God's Word changes lives. It cuts us to the heart and reshapes us. As you strive to read and study Scripture, having a good set of tools can help. From setting reminders for a great reading plan, to word studies and commentaries that shed light on difficult passages, to listening on the go, the Olive Tree Bible app can help you dig into the Word wherever you are. Olive Tree Bible app. Read, study, listen, anywhere.